The Tennis Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gam Podcast Network, presented by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including the Patreon-only NFL Win Total Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgampodcast.com slash Patreon. Welcome, everybody, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gam Podcast Network. It is currently early Saturday morning, August 5th. And I'm Rose, as always, Scott Reichel, once again, going solo for this pod. Should be a fun one, but a bit of a short one. But I do also want to explain the actual schedule for the next day or so, because we have a lot of content to get through. So starting off with a recap of a rant that I ended up doing on the other podcast, the ATP schedule for the past week or so with the North American hardcore tour has been really really difficult to actually record podcasts for because you have the clay tournament the road clay tournament in europe taking place this week in austria so because of that there's basically no good time to record a podcast because you have the late night matches in north america and you have the very early morning matches taking place in austria And you also had, once again, the Washington matches during the course of the week taking place during the day. So you had no real good time to record. Now it's not as bad because you have Los Cabos, which is very, very late, past midnight late. And then you also have Washington, D.C., which is now going to be at around 7 p.m. Those are going to be night matches. So it shouldn't be as big of an issue moving forward. But, of course, that's still... Uh, leaves the elephant in the room, which is the early match taking place, the final early match taking place in Austria, which will be the final between Baez and team. So the plan for the actual recording schedule is going to be a one-match episode, this one, which will be the final in Kitzbühel, that an episode probably Saturday morning or early Saturday afternoon in uh, uh, regarding the final in Los Cabos and the semifinal matchups in D.C., and then another podcast probably around 24 hours from now, early Sunday morning, going through the Sunday final in Washington, D.C. So probably going to have three episodes in the next 24 hours. So strap in. Should be a lot of content. Should be fun. Once again, though, I know usually we have one or two episodes over the weekend. Did not do one for the actual Friday matches because I was at a wedding, so there were a lot of scheduling conflicts to deal with there. So I'm going to make it up to all of you, and as a result, I'm going to do three episodes in the span of 24 hours. But anyway, as a result, that means we only have one match to talk about, and we before we get into that, do want to recap how we did in the last episode. Overall, decent lock and dog picks ended up splitting. We had Shang to win 2-0 against Gomez. He did so, so a nice win there on the lock. Unfortunately, the dog didn't work out. We had Hichikata and Isner over. 10.5 games in the first set, and Ichikata just got broken a bunch against Isner. It was kind of an embarrassing showing by him. The hard courts have played a bit slower over in Mexico, which might uh, be a good reason why Isner broke several times in that match, and then Sitsipas broke Isner a bunch in the following round. But the point is, you did see a decent amount of breaks early on by Isner on Hichikata, and Hichikata just had too many unforced errors, so it wasn't really close on the dog, but once again, won the lock, so could be worse. As for the outrights, overall, not great for us. Uh, full disclosure, uh, just going through who's left right now. Of course, you have one uh, final we're about to talk about between Baez and team, and we did not have either of those. And then, of course, you end up having the other tournaments, which we'll talk about in the next episode. But for the sake of this one, 
once again split the lock and dog picks from the last from the last episode but now it's time to get into the only match on the show which will be between Baez and team so starting off with the actual betting odds Baez is the favorite in this match at around minus 112 so a slight favorite here team is around minus 108 the other way as for the spread Baez minus half a game is minus 105 team plus half a game is minus 115 over under is a 23 flat so minus 110 on both sides you can find a 22 and a half around if you look hard enough uh, you can also find 22 at minus 145 if you want to go for some alternative lines here bias plus half a game is minus 130 team minus half a game is even money and if you want to go for the sets here bias one in straight sets is plus 220 and team to win in straight sets is plus 240. The over-under in sets is at 2.5. Over is plus 110. Under is minus 140. So simply put, first things first, once again, to address one of the unwritten gambling rules, at least for my podcast, if the over 2.5 sets is below 120 or below 125, just take the games. It's worth the extra juice, especially if you can get 22.5 at minus 110. Then at that point, you're going to sacrifice 25 cents or so, 20, 25 cents. But you also pick up some draws of winning in straight sets. And 22 and a half is also a pretty realistic over if you end up considering 7664. So I do think, once again, for the sake of this match, I'm not going to take over two and a half sets. If you do like the play, I would recommend honestly laying a bit of juice and taking the games instead because there's not enough differential between the three-set wager and the over. The really, really the only way you can possibly win one, if or I'd say the only way you can win the set wager and not the games is if you're averaging basically less than seven games per set or so, which is borderline impossible. So as far as I'm concerned, it's an unnecessary risk to deal with a potential 7-6-7-6 match and lose your over two and a half sets when you could have just taken the games instead and gotten a winner. So that's my PSA once again for the thought process behind that. So first of all, as you can tell, I like the over in this match, so I am going to go with the games over. But I want to read off the path for both players, and team has had an adventure and a half, and Baez has had a pretty smooth ride. So starting off with Baez, who's the road favorite here, because team is, of course, the home country guy. Baez has dropped one set the entire tournament, beat Majedovic in straight sets, beat Baina in straight sets, beat Mulcan in straight sets, and then ended up facing off against Echeverry in the match on Friday and won that one in three. Meanwhile, you're looking at team and he has had a bunch of wars back to back to back to back. So starting off with the first round, had a matchup against Bagnus, an immediate rematch actually because they faced off in Umag and team won both in straight sets. Wasn't easy though, 7-6-7-6. Seven, six, seven, six. It was a marathon match in straight sets. Then team went to three against Shang and he won that one in uh, once again, comeback fashion, losing the first set 6-1, and then rallying to win 6-3, 6-2. Then a three-set war against Rinderknecht, lost the first set again 6-4, and then rallied to win 6-3, 6-4. And then he had the match of the tournament, which was team against Dejir, and that was also losing the first set coming from behind, as team ended up winning that match 6-7, 7-5, 7-6. Dejir had a couple of match points there, could not convert, and team was able to win the match. So team has been solid, don't get me wrong, but it has been very, very dicey in a lot of these matches, and the fans have had a hell of a show because not only have they had some marathon matches, they also got to see their home country guy won, and the crowd has been phenomenal in favor of team, so that might play a factor if this match turns into a war. Now, as for the sake of the head-to-head, -head, they faced off one time on clay. They faced off in Bustad last year, 
and Baez did win that one in three sets. One six two six seven six four. So it did go to three sets there. But I like the over in this match. Team has just gravitated towards marathon matches, and I do think once again Baez, after winning all the first couple rounds in straight sets, he finally got pushed to the brink a little bit. So. Fatigue's going to be an issue for team, as far as I'm concerned, playing that many matches, long matches, back to back to back to back. But still, the point is, I do think Baez might be a little bit tired as well, having to go three sets for the first time all tournament. He should be more rested than team in comparison, but I do think Baez is going to have some moments where he might have some up and down stretches, which we know Baez tends to have all the time. Same with team. I think team might kind of stumble out of the gates and hit his stride during the second set onward, but the crowd should help uh team potentially come back. If he gets into trouble, the crowd support once again has been really good in favor of team and team has definitely used it to his advantage. But for the sake of this match, I understand the argument of blindly taking team because the crowd's going to be crazy and teams in his first ATP final since I believe 2020. So it is a pretty emotional moment for team who's trying to win his first ATP title in a long time in front of the home country fans. If I had to pick a side, though, I think I would lean Tobias. I just think team's going to run out of gas. And that matchup against Azir was such a long one in particular, because I mentioned before, he's had a bunch of three-set marathons. His match against DeGere, once again, a three-hour match, was, uh, sorry, uh, once again, a three-set match, was three hours and 30 minutes. He's going to be exhausted, not to mention the fact that team has not exactly been accustomed to reaching many finals over the past couple of years. So I do think fatigue is going to be a serious problem for uh, team in this spot. As for Baez, he won three hours as well, that match was two hours and 40. So also a long match, but basically 50 minutes less than what team was on the court. Not to mention cumulatively how much fewer time or how much how many less hours Baez spent on the court leading up to that semifinal marathon against Echeverry. So I think that the rest advantage is definitely in favor of Baez. And I do think he should be able to look sharp in this match. I am going to link to Baez to get it done, but I do like the over is my favorite play. I see a marathon. I wouldn't maybe mind seeing it go three. I think that's a pretty realistic outcome. But once again, plus 110, I don't see much value on that. There is a chance Baez or team win 7-5-7-6, or, you know, maybe even 7-6-6-4. And that way it ends in straight sets. Competitive match, somewhat long match for straight sets, and yet you still lose the over two and a half, which is a risk I don't want to take. So for me, I am going to go with the over, and I am going to go with Baez to win. As for some props here, I am tempted by the Baez under double faults. The under one and a half double faults is minus 115. He's gone under in that. He's gone under that prop in each of the last three matches in this event, including the three set marathon against Echeverry yesterday. So even in a long match, Baez only double fault that I believe one time in the entire match. And team does stand so far back on the court with his returning position that Baez won't need to put extra pace on the second serve because team's going to stand so far back anyway, it's not going to matter. So I do think when you're looking at the actual game plan for Baez, he wants to start rallies, and with team not fully pressuring the immediate second serve, I do think you're going to be able to see Baez kind of groove in some second serves, which may, which might make life easier for him because, once again, the team is going to be standing so far back on the court, and he really doesn't step up ever. So Baez might be able to deal with team on the back wall in returning positions, and as a result, I don't see Baez going for it, not to mention the fact that Baez isn't a big server to begin with, so I do think you're going to end up seeing Baez play it safe on the second serves, and as a result, I do like the under 
one and a half double faults here for Baez. Uh, but as for everything else, not really sold to many of the other props. As for breaks of serve, I would lean to the under five and a half. But once again, with a potential marathon, I don't feel great about it. So I'm going to stay away from it. But I do think my favorite prop in the player prop market section is going to be Baez under one and a half double faults at minus 115. But as for the match itself, once again, I expect a marathon. And I do think by the end of it, Baez will win. We've seen a couple of good Cinderella stories recently, both in Kitzbühel and in general. And they have a hard time getting across the finish line. They might make a deep run. We saw it with Warenka and Umag, for example, and then he ended up losing in three sets. I see a pretty similar script here for team. I think it's going to be a very long match, an exhausting match. The crowd's going to help him out, but I do think, once again, playing that much tennis in the span of four days for a guy that's not used to playing that much tennis in the last couple of years, I think that's going to come back to bite him, and I think that Baez will be able to get it done. Before we get into the actual lock and dog picks, I want to take a quick word from our sponsor. We're brought to you by the Sportscam Podcast Patreon. Sportscam Podcast Patreon is the perfect place for the diehard DGEN. Sign up for the Patreon to get exclusive access to contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being degenerate gamblers. There is even a Discord channel just for patrons. The Sports Game Podcast has, and always will, give out all their picks for free. The Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. SportsCampPodcast.com slash Patreon. SportsCampPodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season's right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down your favorite player props and is available in a ton of markets. Plus, plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests. And of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where first place gets $3 million in cash. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. Just finished previewing the only match of the episode, the Kitzbühel Final between Team and Baez, taking place early Saturday morning. Now it's time to get into the actual lock and dog plays for the match. Starting off with the lock, I am going to go with the over. I know that I was mentioning it quite often during the podcast, and it's because I really like it. I see a marathon breaking out, and I do think that you're going to end up seeing each player have moments. We know Baez and Dash or Team can be streaky at times, and I do think as a result, you're going to end up seeing a marathon once again, or maybe just two competitive sets with a tiebreaker thrown in, which might be very competitive. But because of that, I am going to go with the over 22 and a half games at minus 120 on bet 365. If you want to take 22 and minus 145, you can. If you want to go 23 at minus 110, you can. I'll gladly sacrifice 10 cents to pick up a 7664 draw in that spot. So for me, the lock for the episode is going to be the over 22 and a half games. I'll expect another marathon team to be involved in. And because of that, I do see a pretty, I don't want to say easy over cashing, but I see a lot of ways this can cash. So that's why it's going to be my lock. As for my dog for the episode, I'm actually going to look at the first set. I'm going to go with Baez on the first set spread. I'm going to take Baez minus one and a half games in the first set at plus 110 on bet 365. Couple reasons why I'm going to take this. First reason, team has really been bad in first sets so far in this event. Baez did lose the 
Uh, actually, no, I take it back. Baez has not dropped a single first set in this event. Baez ended up beating Majedovic 6-4, beat Baina 6-1, beat Mulcan 6-4, and beat Echeverry 7-6. So he did not cover in the semi, I will admit that. But you're looking at team, he ended up losing the first set in each of the last three matches, and his only winning set was 7-6 against Bagnus in the first round. But he did lose 6-1 to Zhang. He lost 6-4 to Rinderknich, did end up losing 6-7 to Dejir. So once again, he did cover this number. But I do think with the fatigue after playing a three-hour and 30-minute mat match in the semis, I think team might hit the ground stumbling a little bit, and Baez has gone off to some good starts before. I didn't see many dogs that I truly liked. I did like, obviously, the over two and a half sets. I thought about experimenting and maybe taking, like, Baez to win the first set, team to win the match, like, plus 750, if you want to get really crazy with it. But I think Baez is going to win, so I couldn't really take it. I thought about maybe the games, but you might see once again in some sets that go back and forth. So I didn't feel great about many of the dogs, but I am going to go with team to struggle early in the match because once again, he has dropped the first set in each of the last three matches. So I do think when you're looking at how this match might unfold, team has gone off to some slow starts. Then he's woken up as the second set progresses. And I do think you, you're going to see the same thing here. I see Baez winning the first set, team winning the second set, and then, in my opinion, Baez winning the third. But I do think you're going to end up seeing Baez up a set going into the second. And because of that, I am going to gamble a little bit, hoping a tiebreaker doesn't happen. But I am going to go with Baez to win the first set by at least two games at plus 110 as my dog. So once again, the lock and dog picks for the Kitzbühel final are going to be on... Uh, for the lock, the over, 22.5 at minus 120 on bed 365. And my dog will be biased first set spread, minus 1.5 games at plus 110 also on bed 365. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. Once again, we'll be back once again. We'll be back in a couple of hours to go through the semifinal matches at Washington as well as the final taking place in Los Cabos. Find me on Twitter, though, at Rice Show Radio. Find me on the NBA show, the MLB show, the NFL show. And a bunch of other podcasts on the network, WNBA, for example. But until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone.